1: shoulders of yours. Sir. right? <clears throat> Work on my right shoulder a little bit extra, will you, Joe? Why? hurt? No, it's a little tight. Uh-huh. It'll be okay when I get into the ring tonight. Uh,
2: how are you going to be?
1: Me? How do you think? I've been training for a month for this scrap with Tony Fresco. Mm-hmm. Only he's no push. i got to be good if I'm going to take him. Well, i am going
2: to see his kids. you got everything you need. Just get in there and Hello, punch. Boys.
1: Can company come in? Uh, Who is it?
2: kid don't want to have nothing to do with you, Grant. Now get out.
1: Let the kid tell me that if he wants to. I talk to you a minute, kid. About what? I'll tell you as soon as our friend here gets out. This is kind of private. He stays. Okay. What's with you? Kid, you're young, you're smart, you got a good manager. You're even money to cop the Duke tonight against Tony Fresco. So? So I think maybe you ought to listen to me just a little. What's on your mind? There's a lot of money going on this fight. Personally, I got a barrel of it, Bet. I want to know if you're doing business. What did you say? Hey, Grant, get out of here. I'll knock his... I'll t- take it easy, kid. I'll take it easy. I'll knock his ears off. Uh, silly boy. Silly boy. I'll silly boy. I'll knock you from here to China. That hurt, kid. That smack you just gave me hurt. Beat it, Grant. I was only kidding with that first one. I don't ever come nowhere near me and try to get me to lay down in the fight. Don't do it. Understand? I don't like it.
3: Well, the kid don't like it, Grant.
1: I know. I heard him. But I didn't want the kid to toss the scraps, and I wanted him to win. Only now I'm not so sure I want that, and I'm very sure I'm going to do something about it. <laughs>
3: Now, on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend.
1: Hello?
4: Hello, kid. How are you? This is Dorothy.
1: Yeah, I know who it is.
4: Well, you don't seem very pleased about it.
1: Sorry, I got a lot on my mind.
4: So have I. Dad's furious because I've been seeing you so much.
1: Maybe that old man of yours should stick to writing about fighters instead of writing them off for his daughter. You do still
4: love me, don't you?
1: Look, I got a fight tonight to worry about, and love and fighting don't mix.
4: Kid, what's the matter? You seem awfully annoyed with me.
1: I tell you, I got other things to think about besides you.
4: What are you doing, trying to get rid of me?
1: I'm only telling you I don't have time to think about anything but that fight tonight.
4: Something's the matter, kid. I know it is. If you're trying to get rid of me... Oh,
1: you James are all alike. A guy has business to attend to and you think he's giving you a slough.
4: Well, you certainly sound as if you're giving it to me.
1: I'm just worrying about what I'm going to give Tony Fresco in the ring tonight. If you want me to talk about other things, let's make it after the fight.
4: If you don't talk to me right now, you won't have to talk to me after the fight.
1: If I don't do what I'm supposed to do tonight, maybe I won't be able to talk to anyone.
2: (laughs) Punk, I'll take care of him. I'll relax, will you, boy? I'll relax. You've been blowing off steam ever since you got back from the kid's dressing room.
1: I got plenty to let loose. Yeah? Take a punch at me, Willie. He's going to be sorry about that. Smitty, believe me, he's going to be sorry.
2: Okay, okay, I believe you. Now slow down, will you? I still don't know what you found out.
1: The kid's going to be in there to win tonight. That's all I know. And I don't even know that. It's what I think.
2: Well, you think maybe we ought to hedge those bets we got? Well... The kid takes it on the chin. We take it on the nose. I'll think it over. Okay.
1: Maybe we ought to bet if you aren't Tony Fresco just in case.
2: Just in case of what?
1: Just in case I'm still sore at the kid by tonight and I decide to do something about it.
5: The fight ought to be going on about now, Blackie. Uh-huh. The announcer said there'd be a 20-minute delay and the 20 minutes are about up.
6: Well, turn on the television set if you like, Mary. Oh,
5: Thank you. Time is now exactly five minutes after 10 p.m. As soon as the picture gets in focus, we ought to see what's going on.
6: Fight's on, Mary.
5: Yeah, most certainly is. Which one is the kid?
6: He's wearing the black trunks. Tony Fresco's wearing the white ones.
5: Come on, black trunks. There's much to choose
1: between the two at this moment, as you can see from the screen.
5: See, Neither is shown
1: there? very much in the
3: first 30 seconds of this fight.
5: Oh, come on, let's have some
3: action. The action ought to pick up very soon. They're
5: both come good
3: on. boys.
6: They're both trying.
5: Oh, there goes the kid throwing a right. Whoa! Oh, wow, it was a beauty black. Mary, look
6: Mary,
5: please. If you're liking this
6: I'll have to charge you admission oh, the next time you come up here to watch a fight.
5: Oh, and I left the kid through a beautiful left. Uh, what'd you say, Blackie?
6: And not a word. I'm watching a oh, fight.
5: Oh, Blackie, I'm gonna knock out that Tony Fresco right in the very first round. I got him in a corner now. I'm throw a right and a left and a oh, right.
6: The x spray's down, oh, ladies I'm and gentlemen.
5: Sorry. Oh, there goes Tony fighting good. back. Woo!
6: Robert! That one hurt, did it?
5: Oh, sure, but I shake off punches like that. See, now, here I go, moving in for the kill. Right. And left. And another left. Blackie! Blackie, the kid's down. I must have knocked myself out. The kid's down
6: all right, Mary, but he wasn't hit. Huh? Look at the blood on his chest. Oh, he no. wasn't hit, he was shot.
4: Dad! Dad, please listen to me, please.
3: None now. got the story to knock out. Got work to do, Dorothy.
4: I know, and the story is more important than I. Do.
3: Oh, don't be silly.
4: But it's nowhere near your deadline, Dad. You've, you've got all day to write what you're doing. No, I haven't. want to get out on the street.
3: I'm going to pick up something on the murder of the kid last night.
4: But that's what I want to talk to you about, Dad. I, I think I might have to know something.
3: Come in. The door's open.
4: Okay. okay. Won't you talk to
3: me? Oh, hello, Mr. Corley. Mr. Corley. Hi, Duffy. What's with you? I came down here to talk about the kid, Mr. Corley. Nobody knew the kid like I knew the kid. You should have known him. You trained him, practically managed him. Sure, it was always the kid and me, everything he did. Now I want you to do something about the guy who knocked him off. Yeah? And I think I know who had done it.
2: Who? Who was it, Duffy? Come
3: on, Duffy, who was it? Well,
2: Mr. Corley, you being the top sport writer in town,
3: you know all the angles of why and yeah. maybe even how. Dad, what when I tell you it? that the kid gave a going over to Johnny Grant yesterday in the yeah. dressing room. I seen it. The kid clipped that gambler, did he? Ah. I don't know nothing else, and I'll be running along. I just thought you might want to know this. I didn't tell nobody else. Good. And I'm telling you because of a couple of reasons. Only one of which is that you're a newspaper man. Thanks, Duffy. Thanks.
4: Okay. Well. Dad, I don't know what his angle was in, in coming to see you with that story.
3: Well, Dorothy, you had an idea about the murder of the kid. What was it?
4: The kid used to tell me that Duffy, his trainer, the man who was just in here, was was stealing from him.
2: Yeah?
4: And that he was going to lay it on the line with Duffy. And when he did, the kid said he expected trouble.
3: He got trouble, all right, baby. He got the worst kind of trouble. He got killed. (laughs) Oh. Side, Faraday.
6: Inspector, this is Blackie. How do you feel?
3: I was fine until just now. What do you want, Blackie?
6: I want to know what you're going to do about the killing of the kid. What
3: am I doing? What yeah. do you think I'm doing?
6: I'd prefer to ignore what I think you're doing. Yeah? Make up something interesting.
3: The kid was shot in front of 18,000 people at the arena last night, but nobody will say they saw the shooting. Probably nobody did. So what am I supposed to do in a case like that? Call on Boston, Blackie. Hey, it isn't you I'm going to call on. You're lucky I was just leaving the office when the phone rang.
6: You mean I might have missed your Spectre? Inspector? Imagine wh- why. That would have ruined my whole day. Yeah,
3: imagine what I could be doing if you weren't bothering me. <laughs> I'm going to see the one guy in this town who knows the inside of the boxing racket. He knows boxing backwards.
6: In that case, you would understand him very easily. What? Nothing. No, I'll uh, just meet you there, apparently.
3: You'll meet me where?
6: At Red Cawley's office in the Daily Beacon. Yeah? He's the top sports writer in town. That's where you're going, isn't it? Yeah, I'll meet you outside his office, and we'll find out the inside of this killing.
2: Hey, uh, you uh, must have been very sore at the kid, boss. Yeah. Very sore, hey. I mean.
1: Shut up, Smitty. Okay. Read the paper if you want, but don't bother me. You
2: know, every time I talk to you, you tell me not to bother you. I've never seen you in such a temper, boss. Yesterday, today, the same thing all the time. <laughs> You look like you could chew my ears off. I'll knock
1: your head off if you don't stop.
2: Now, look, boss. I'm with you in everything, ain't I? You got sore at the kid because he clipped you. You You took care of him last night at the fight. Boss, you told you to shut up, Smitty, and I meant shut up. All I said was you got even for the... Hey, boss. Don't clip me. Don't clip me for something you've done.
3: Okay, now, Blackie, my story's done. What's on your mind? Well, uh... Uh, never mind what's on his mind, Corley. you listen to what's on my mind. Uh, Do that. It won't take any time at all. Oh. What is it, Inspector Faraday? All right, look. You know the boxing racket. You bet. have been around for 20 years or so. Now, what's the lowdown on the kid's murder? Who had it in for him? Well, now, Inspector, I'm a newspaper man. If I knew anything, I'd have gone right to the police.
6: You're a very good newspaper man, Corley.
3: Thank you. Sometimes very good
6: newspaper men think they are the police, and they get hurt.
3: At times, they don't get hurt to get a story, don't they? Yes? Look, I don't know what you guys are talking about, and I don't care. A man's been killed. We were at the arena last night, Corley. That's right. I was doing human interest stuff. Crowd, celebrities, my story's in the paper today.
6: Yes, I read it. Uh, by the way, we aren't interrupting your deadline, are we?
3: No, my deadline's 10 o'clock. Uh-huh. Oh, Faraday, you'll want to know if I saw anybody at the arena fire a gun. Well, I didn't. Well, I don't want to know that at all. I don't expect miracles. <laughs> I want to know who had it in for the kid. There had to be a reason he was killed. I have a couple of ideas. That's two more than the inspector has. Oh, no. keep talking, Callie. Well, my daughter knew the kid. She told me that he was having trouble with his trainer, Duffy. Something about Duffy stealing from him. Well, now we're getting somewhere. Then there's another angle. Yeah? I talked to Duffy. He told me that the kid had a little clam bake with a gambler named Grant. Knocked Grant down. Johnny Grant? That's right, Blackie. Well, that sounds like a good lead. But I'm taking over from here. I'm going to pick Grant up right now. What about Duffy? I'll pick him up, too. And, Blackie, you stay away from me and from Grant and Duffy. Is it all right if I telephone Mary? A phone her, Who cares? But leave me alone on this case. Okay. I've got the thing where I want it. Motives for Grant and Duffy. Both of them were probably at the arena last night. I'll have this case closed by midnight. I hope so, Inspector. So do I. Only I don't think you will,
6: Inspector. What?
3: There's something screwy in this setup, even though I don't know what it is. Something tells yes, something me... Something tells you, huh? Well, you yes. go tell that something in ought to get its head examined. What are you talking about, Blackie?
6: The strangest thing, Faraday. From what I know of this case, I ought to be able to tell you who killed the kid. And I'm not kidding.
3: And now, back to Boston Blackie. boxer, known as the Kid, is killed in the ring as he is fighting Tony Fresco, another pugilist. Blackie and Mary witness the killing on television, and in an effort to find out the Kid's enemies, Blackie talks to Red Corley, veteran sports writer. Blackie and Inspector Faraday learn of the Kid's run-in with Johnny Grant, gambler, and also find out that the Kid's trainer, Joe Duffy, was stealing from him. As we return to our story, Blackie is at home, and the doorbell announces a visitor.
4: Coming. Well. Boston Blackie?
6: Yes, come in.
4: Thank you. Blackie, I'm Dorothy Corley. My father is a sports writer.
6: You are something else to his credit. Thank you. Uh, Please sit down, Miss Corley.
4: No, there's no need for me to sit down. Blackie, my father told me you weren't to see him.
6: Yes, that's right. And he told me what you had told him about Joe Duffy.
4: Did he tell you I was engaged to the kid? No. Well, I was. And I'm not going to do anything for the rest of my life except find out who killed him.
6: I understand how you feel, Miss Cawley, but what brings you to me?
4: You and I are in the same spot in this case, Blackie. Neither of us belong in it. Officially. But you're in it because you love excitement, and and I'm in it because I love the kid. Go on. Well, there's nothing else. I want you to help the police find the kid's killer. And I want your promise to let me know I- anything you find out. In return, I'll, I'll tell you what I've uncovered. We'll work on this together. Is that fair, Blackie?
6: You are, and it is. I'll keep in touch with you. All right. My first stop is a gym where I understand Joe Duffy is training a new fighter. Uh huh. I'm going down there and give Duffy a workout. the left, Right over here, Mary. Uh-huh. That's Joe Duffy, next to the punching bag. Oh,
5: yeah. I've never been in the gymnasium before, Blackie. Maybe yeah. we better stop outside. I'm allergic to punching them. <laughs>
6: they won't bother you unless you punch first, Mary. Oh, uh-huh. Hold everything a second. Yeah. Oh, Duffy.
2: All right, Mike. Okay, Duffy. Yeah.
6: Duffy, I'm Boston Blackie. I want to talk to you. Come over here for a minute, will you? Sure. What's on your mind, Blackie? Be right back, Mary. Yeah, okay. Duffy, I understand there was a little rhubarb cooking between you and the kid.
2: Start right, working at the heavy bag, Mike. I'll be right back. Yeah, don't worry. I will. Just get her all set up. That's what you got
5: to do here. There we go. Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, gosh. You hit hard. Yep. Uh, um, are you, uh, Miss Duffy's new fighter? Yep. Uh... uh you're uh, good and angry at that bag you're punching, aren't you?
2: Nope. <coughs>
5: nope. Well, that's as good as I'm going to do. I'll
1: quit. Well, who's the doll, Mike?
2: Oh, I don't know, Mr. Grant. I don't know. All I know is I've got to keep working. <coughs> Who
1: are you, baby?
5: Uh, me? Mm hmm. Oh. Oh. I'm nobody. Just nobody.
1: <laughs> I could make a somebody out of you. The name is Grant, Johnny Grant. I do big things around this town. I could do them for you.
5: Ah, uh, uh, no, thank you. I'm really not worth the trouble. Well, baby,
1: listen, you're too nice
5: to Take your arm off my shoulder. What do you think you're doing?
1: Think? Baby, I know what I'm doing now. Look. Oh,
5: Blackie Okay, Mary, Now, Mary, Sweetheart, be like
1: what's the use of raising your voice? Now
5: wait a minute.
1: Okay, brother, knock off. Well, who are you? The copyright owner?
6: Blackie.
5: He tried to... I know.
1: I said, get your arm
6: off the lady's shoulder. And I said, get lost. Move to one side, Mary. The yes. blood may spatter. Maybe, but it'll be your blood. Oh. Good night, everybody, pal. You're going to sleep.
2: <laughs> well, get a load
3: of that. Hey, Blanky, that's a pretty good right hand you got there. You took care of him good.
6: Uh, who is he? Do you know Duffy?
3: Yeah, he's a gambler. Name's Johnny Grant. Well, what do you
6: know? Inspector Faraday's looking for him. Oh? Call the inspector, will you, Duffy? Okay. And tell him to come up and pick Grant up. And tell him he won't have to hurry. Grant is out, but he'll be in until Faraday gets here.
5: Blackie?
6: It's all right, Mary. I'm... I'm just thinking I... I'm thinking, and I'm not getting anywhere particularly. Well,
5: what are you thinking about? Maybe I can help you.
6: Mary, something has... Something's been wrong with this case ever since I started working on it. I I should know who the murderer is. It's completely obvious. I'm sure of it. But I don't know.
5: Well, now, I'll help you. Let's see. It was 10.05 when we tuned in on the fight on television, right? Yeah. And a minute later, the kid was dead. Uh Now, your suspects are Johnny Grant whom you uh, just knocked out in the gym, (laughs) and Joe Duffy, the kid's trainer. And from what you've told me, Red Corley's daughter might have done the shooting if the kid didn't like her as much as she... Mary! Well, thank goodness. Now, I did help, didn't
6: I? Definitely. I know now what happened to that ring, and I've stopped running around in circles. (laughs)
3: Corley speaking. Corley, this is Duffy. Yeah. Joe Duffy. What is it? I'm busy. You're going to be busier after you listen to me. Some other time. Well, I think you'd be interested in this. I tell you, I'm not in... Corley, give me a chance, will you? I'm trying to be a nice guy. Well? And this is about your daughter. I don't... What? What about Dorothy? Yeah, about Dorothy. You interested in listening to me now, or aren't you? What do you want to tell me about Dorothy? Something you'd like to know. Really? Yeah. He was just down here at the gym making a date with Mike, my new fighter. Oh? And I don't want him messing around with no gals. Oh, you don't want him around any girls? Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Duffy. Thanks for calling. And I mean thanks a lot. All right, Grant, sit down. Okay. Now, tell me what you know about the killing of the kid. Come on, talk. I'm in a listening mood. I don't know anything about the kid you don't know, Faraday. You can't hold me for anything. I haven't done anything. Nothing but get yourself a black eye, huh? That's a good one. A black eye from Blackie. It's not funny. No, it's a black eye. It's a beaut, too. I'm sorry I wasn't there to see it. You don't know I got this black eye from Blackie? No. Well, when Duffy phoned me and told me where to pick you up, he said you'd be the one eating the beefsteak. And you don't look hungry. So what? Look, I came along peacefully when you men came to get
1: me. Does that sound as if I've done anything or know anything?
3: You know I was looking for you. That doesn't matter. I got news for you, Grant. Maybe good, maybe not. Blackie called again just before you were brought in. He said to hold everything until I heard from him. Okay, that's great. That means I can go, doesn't it? Blackie said hold everything. And that means hold everything. And everything includes you. For how long? For as long as it takes Blackie to contact me again. And if he tells me what I think he's going to tell me, that's forever. Yes, you. You don't see anyone else in the gym, do you? Only you, and you don't belong. Oh, no? we will you see about that? Are you Joe Duffy's new fighter? Yeah, what's it to you? I'm Red Corley, and everything about fighters is something to me. No, you don't say. Your name Mike? Sure. Okay, stop pushing that bag and listen to me.
2: Oh, wait a minute, sir. Wait a minute. Careful who you shove. I'll
3: do more than shove you in a minute.
2: Yeah. What was my daughter
3: doing down here a while ago? (laughs) You got a daughter? You know I have.
2: Okay, so what?
3: She was down here making a date with you, wasn't she?
2: Hey, you talk like you're crazy. Beat it, will you?
3: Look, you stay away from my daughter or I'll... Or you'll what? Or I'll kill you. I don't want my daughter to have anything to do with fighters. Well, I'm one fighter who doesn't want to have anything to do with you. Now feed it you, or I'll use you for a punch and fight. Listen to me. I'm not fooling Mike. I'll keep Dorothy away from you even if I uh, have wait, to... wait wait a minute, mister. You put got gun stay away away from my daughter, see? Or you'll get the same thing the kid but got. Give me that gun. Now
2: right. take your hand.
6: Hey, Mike, you got up on him now. Okay, oh, I'll take care of him from here on.
3: I'll take care of him good, will you, Blackie? I don't want this pug near my daughter.
6: I don't want any broken-down
2: fighter near my I daughter.
6: Oh, I know. You'll kill him just the way you kill the kid.
2: Oh, this guy must be nuts, Blackie. I don't even know his daughter. I know that,
6: Mike. This is all a gag to make Corley break down. I knew he killed the kid, but I wanted to make sure. Just as he made sure the kid was going to die...
3: All right, Blackie, so you're a genius. Corley blew his top and you listened. That took a lot of genius.
6: I didn't have to let Corley spill to know he killed the kid. I knew that before, Faraday. How long before? The minute I realized Cawley had made a 10 o'clock deadline with a murder story when the kid wasn't killed until six minutes after 10.
3: What? Cawley filed the murder story six minutes before it happened?
6: Six minutes before it happened. And here's why. The fight was scheduled for 945, right? Right. But the lighting system went haywire, so the kid's fight didn't get going till five minutes after 10. Yeah, I know that. And we know that Cawley himself admitted his deadline was 10 o'clock, didn't we? That's right. We even read a story of the murder, and it was filed
3: just before 10. But, but, Blackie, how could he do such a stupid thing? Well...
6: Deadlines are sacred to newspaper man Faraday. Mm -hmm. When Cawley saw his deadline approaching, he just couldn't resist filing the story, even though he hadn't yet killed the kid. He planned the murder for 945, huh? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
6: And he wouldn't have filed the story at all and gone through with the murder, except that he was afraid his daughter
3: and the kid were going to be married right after the fight. Yeah, I know. I read all that in his confession. But, uh, look, Blackie. Yeah? If, uh... If you knew that Cawley was guilty, why did you go to all the trouble of making him spill in front of Joe Duffy's new fighter?
6: I arranged with Duffy to make that phone call about Mike and Cawley's daughter because I wanted to make sure about Corley. Huh? I wanted to be certain of his motive.
3: And uh, when Cawley spilled, it corroborated what you knew? Yeah. And you know, it's a funny thing,
6: Faraday. What? If Cawley hadn't been trained to make a dead line, we might never have found out why the kid became a dead man. <laughs>